you've come to the right place if you're looking to create, launch, and scale a high-value online training program. I'm your guide, Chris Badgett. I'm the co-founder of Lifter LMS, the most powerful learning management system for WordPress. Stay to the end. I've got something special for you. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to another episode of LMS Cast. My name is Chris Badgett and I'm joined by a special guest. His name is Kurt Von Annen. He's from Manana Nomas. Welcome to the show, Kurt. Hey, Chris. It's great to be here, man. Thanks for having me again. I'm excited to chat with you today because we're going to you know, talk about WordPress. We're going to talk about online courses. We're going to talk about working with clients, tech infrastructure. Um, you recently did a project for a client called Inner Treasure Hunt. That's at innertreasurehunt.com. How would you describe this niche? Is it, it's like alternative health and healing kind of thing, or how would you describe it? It definitely falls into a wellness category. Um, and, and I default to a lot of, like I'll say Eastern philosophies or something, but it's, it's, um, they have courses on cycles of the moon and they have events based on new moons and full moons and, and stuff like that. So a lot of it is on um, development and wellness uh, based on those cycles. That's awesome. And I understand you put this site up on Cloudways. Tell mm-hmm. us about that journey to, or what's your history with Cloudways <laughs> as, a, as a web host in the WordPress space? I keep hearing more and more about them uh, in the Lifter LMS community. What do you love about Cloudways? How did you end up with them personally as your, as your go-to host of choice? Yeah, well, they are my go-to host of choice now, and that's through the experience I've had with them. Um, I'll just be blunt. I, I was with kind of a starter host for a long time, like over a decade. And I still have an account there and I still have projects there. But as my projects got more involved and bigger and, and, and more integrated, I realized that there were more opportunities for glitches and things to go wrong. Like I found myself making support calls and that's not a normal thing for me. I'm kind of a self-helping kind of guy. So I was building a multi-site project, uh, a different project. I was building a multi-site project and I needed... I tried to do it through this other budget host and they said they could do it, but it didn't really work. And um, so I, I looked at everything. I mean, I don't know if I can mention names, but I looked at like WP Engine and Kinsta and, and all the normal things that you would start to go down, right? I'm part of your mastermind group and, we, and you know, we talk about hosting sometimes and, and I'm like, I know I need a premium source, but when I started pricing things out, I can't help but be frugal. And I, and I, and I saw Cloudways had a good option to buy in that, that was affordable, and, and met my minimum requirements. And so I gave them the first chance with uh, challengeconnection.com. And, and I've been really happy with the way that project's rolled out. That's awesome. So tell us about Inner Treasure Hunt. Like when you got into the project, it was kind of already in motion. Uh, so how did you basically take over on a project that was stalling or not, not working out and, and basically become the hero to this client? <laughs> um. You know, sometimes it's awkward because she'll call me a hero when we talk on the phone or on a Zoom call. And um, sometimes it's awkward, but basically she was working with another designer, uh, not going to mention anybody by names or anything weird like that, but she would ask them for things. She would ask them for features or ask them for options or changes. And, you know, sometimes what's common when you work with developers is you get that, I know better than you, you're just the customer, I'm the designer, I'm up here, you're down there. 
And I don't like to communicate that way. I like to be a working partner with my clients. And so she was running into obstacles and they were based, they said they couldn't build the LMS. And so they reached out to me through the Lifter Experts program to build the LMS. And that's all I was going to do was a subdomain with Lifter, you know, running that LMS. But as I had conversations with my client, um, she would say, well, can we do this? And can we do that? And is this a possibility? And I would, well, it's WordPress. You can do anything you want to do as long as you want to pay to develop it or there's a, or an existing tool that we can plug in. And over a, a few calls, she said, you know, when I talk to you, I feel like I get a real response. And when I talk to the other people, they're just kind of mean to me. And she said, would you be willing to do the whole project? And I should have been more clear, but mm -hmm. I said, yeah, if they have migration files and all this, because, you know, there was a working sample of a website. And I said, you know, as long as they can give me migration files and it's fairly straightforward, I don't see any reason why we can't migrate this over. And, um, you know, and we'll put you on Cloudways and, and we'll, we'll get this thing going for you. And what I got was, you know, Word documents and PNGs and stuff like that. But it was a great experience. Um, I probably lost 25 or 30 hours, you know, working on it because I'd made a commitment to the client and then didn't get what I needed from the other source. But um, in the end, you know, it's Manana Namasa's motto, right? Uh, on time and under budget. So I wanted to make sure that I made good for. That's awesome. Um, so you got it up. You Well, how, how'd you get, you? did you build it on a Cloudway sandbox or yeah. like, so talk about your workflow there. What do you do in terms of developing a site? I've got a couple of different things in my workflow that I'm realizing are different than what other developers or teams use. Um, I don't know if you've heard of it. Um, there's a thing called uh, Suite, and I built that suite as a subdomain to Manana Nomas. And so I use that as a customer portal. All of my projects get blown out with a um, project management kind of timeline. So this is your project and these are the 19 tasks and these are the 47 subtasks and these are when things need to be done and these are things that I'm going to do and these are things that you're going to do. And I really work hard to keep my clients accountable to a schedule because if they miss their deadline, that means that my deadline is going to get pushed, right? And so I, I work really hard at that. So that's part of the workflow one is that I have a tool that enables us to, to share the tasks and the notes and I also track my working time in there. So, so they're aware of like where we're at, like we're 50% done with this task and it, you know, next week I'll start this task, right? And so that's part of the workflow. The other part of the workflow, like you indicated, was the sandbox inside Cloudways. I'll admit, when I first started using Cloudways, it took a little while for me to acclimate because I was used to something with a control panel and you know, buying your URL and then um, assigning your URL and then building on your URL in a construction mode, right? But this works a little different. This is like, here's your sandbox and you build this whole thing and it's kind of live, but not really live. And you can still put your construction mode in there if you want, but, but you build the whole thing. And then when you get ready to go, you basically point it to the URL, right? So wherever that registrar is, you change the DNS settings and like magic, you know, you got a website. And uh, I really enjoyed building in that because I was able to, and I'm sure you've done this in the past with clients, they want to see something or they want to try something. And when you have something that's built in a sandbox like that, you can be on a Zoom call and you can share the link. You know, you can say, well, here it is. This is live. This is live. This is live. You know, and it was much more easy to share the environment with the client than say, you know, building them a user and all this weird stuff. So when you went live with the site, 
what was what were the emotions like with the client i mean when somebody's website goes live it's kind of a big deal like especially if yeah. it's a business and stuff like what uh and and there's a lot of purpose and passion and meaning and stuff here too what 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 was it like for your client you know how you have some clients where they they've made a widget and it's an e-commerce store to sell some kind of a widget they're not really emotionally attached to it, it's yeah. like a tool right so the website becomes the tool um that wasn't the case with Inner Treasure Hunt, right? Inner Treasure Hunt is um, a pair of ladies that are tremendous human beings with open hearts. Um, and they're like opposite sides of the spectrum as far as um, personality types, right? But they, they it's like this, they, they work really well together. When we launched their website, we were literally talking on the phone at midnight for the day that they wanted the launch. And it was their soft launch, but they were, they were so excited to have the website go live, you know, and they were, they were like, we want you to push the button at midnight and blah, blah, blah. Okay. Oh, okay. Midnight it is. Sure it is. You know? And they're like, we know nobody will be there, but it's so exciting for us, you know? And then immediately it was, okay, I'm up on my Mac. I'm up on my PC. This is what it looks like on my phone. And it was just from, midnight to one o'clock in the morning was just mayhem and excitement. You know, can, can we change this? Can we change that? And then to be honest, um, you know, WordPress is kind of like a responsive working environment for mobile, but there were things that happened on the phone version where they were like, Oh, can we change this image? Can we change this? Can we change that? And we, we worked in Elementor and it, and it made it fairly simple to go, okay, well on the mobile version, the picture is this big and on the you know PC version, it's this big. And uh, we got a lot of that fixed in the first couple of days and, and they were really happy after that. That is awesome. I think as a web professional, sometimes we forget about that, uh, how amazing and emotional it is, whether, you know, and the, and the client doesn't always see the tools like Cloudways or WordPress or Lifter LMS or Elementor, but it's a magical moment. And, and nor, yeah. nor do they really have to know all the, how all the mechanics work. I mean, I know you have a background in mechanics, but like not everybody appreciates every gear and widget and belt and, you know, fluid yeah. and all this stuff. Yeah. It, it's, you know, when I hand degree the timing on somebody's Ducati, like, like an air-cooled V-twin, right? Um, their butt dyno feels the difference, right? They roll the <laughs> throttle on and they smile and they go, oh my God, it's amazing. But they yeah. had no idea the four hours it took me to, you know, move the gear. And, and line things up and have the dial indicator, you know, stay where it's supposed to stay. And, and by rights, they shouldn't really care about that. They should care about their butt dyno and how, how it's connected to their throttle hand. And I feel it's that way with the customer in the, in the, in the web space sometimes. Um, this particular customer, remember I said there's two people, right? So one is the face that you see in the trainings. When, when, when you see Sutasia talk, if you go visit the website, you'll see that she does all the learnings. She's in all the videos. Um, she's, she's a really soft-spoken, you know, wonderful human being. And then Paula is my client and she's more direct in her communication, which kind of matches me really well. And, um, you know, to your point, not everyone needs to know how every gear and widget works, but Paula has an interest. And so she's like, Hey, can we jump on a zoom call real quick? So you can show me how this works so that I can do it next time and not have to bother you which is a really cool relationship to have with a customer because she's aware of the work it takes. If I say, Hey, this is going to take three hours. She doesn't argue about it. She goes, yeah, I know it's going to take you more than three hours. Don't worry about it. Have at it. That's awesome. Let's, let's talk about their business model a little bit. They've got okay. some membership packages. Um, 
as of this recording, once $39 a month, the annual is $29 a month. And then there's an unlimited package for just under $2,000 as of this recording. What kind of results did they experience around the, the launch of this? I, I know there's like courses and events and membership benefits and all these different things. But like what, what happened on the initial go with the, with the online website? <laughs> I think it's important to mention I mean, I think it's really important to mention, especially for people that are working with clients. When you have a customer that's prepared to launch a business, things are so much smoother, easier, better, advanced. Put any, put any adjective you want on there that's positive, right? Um, not only did she come to the game with at least 80% of her content ready to go, Already you know, like, like, yeah, when I'm like, hey, you need an about us section or you need, she's just, I got it, I got it, I got you, know, like she had it. Yeah. Um, imagery, they had 90% of their imagery, you know, pre-done. Like they, they knew um, there's different mandalas that they use for different themes. And so they kept those themes throughout those, those categories. And so it made it very organized and very easy to work with. So, so that was awesome. The other thing I'm going to say is as a learning project, they, pardon me, they had a, um, they had an established community in place. They had already been doing, you know, on-site courses and lessons and things like that prior to the site. And then when COVID hit, you know, same as many of us, they experienced, you know, hey, we have to do business differently, right? And they were able to adjust and swing in a way that that kind of ported that, that community over to this project. And so, while I can't give you, you know, they're my client, I can't share with you direct numbers. I can say I was personally, <laughs> I was shocked at the success they had out of the gate. Um, lots of sales, I, I would say within the first month, 25 to 30 memberships of varying degrees and levels. And, you know, um, I don't want to butcher the name of it, but you guys have like a zero to 10 or a zero to the, the enroll to some, summit, the enroll summit. Yeah. It, it's kind of like, getting these things over the hump and, and getting traffic into them can be a challenge. And this particular client came to the game with a community, with a plan. Um, and she hired everybody out. Like she had an SEO specialist taking care of SEO. She had a designer that worked with some of the colors and, and did some kind of color studies and stuff. I built the site, but it was, they gave me the palette. Right. So, and they gave me the logos and they gave me the videos and they gave me the content. So while the site looks good and it works good and it feels good, um, it was a team effort and she did a really good job of putting the right professionals in the right slots. That was one of the first things I noticed when I first saw the site, I was like, Oh wow, this is a gorgeous site. And, uh, you're like, it's better than I thought he was. <laughs> But I, you know, I could tell a lot of this, it was like their images, like they already had like, you know, a design aesthetic, certain product images and, and very important images for what they're doing. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. There was a certain fluidity in the process where we would get on zoom together and, and she would be, you know, I don't like this button style. I don't like that button style. I want this to be, <laughs> pardon me. I, I got over COVID a couple of weeks ago, but it's still a cough. Right. <laughs> um, I want this in all caps. I want this in, you know, caps and lowercase. I want, the, and then um, one thing I thought was really odd about the other design company was they had developed their whole sample website on a font that the client didn't want. Oh. And so that 
and she's really big on spacing and kerning. Like when you look at this website, you'll see that there's some very deliberate um, spaces and adjustments in vertical and horizontal spacing. And she's very focused on this part of design. And so when somebody comes to the table and develops something with the wrong font, well, that throws the spacing off for everything. And so all of that um, page by page by painful page had to be custom adjusted to, to meet the client's requests as we built it out. What would you say is in the, like, this is an online learning site. What, what's in the stack here in terms of like courses, events, memberships? Like how does the, how does the product suite come together for this client? Uh, this, this project, I had a lot of influence on the stack, right? Because yeah. once, once she said, can you do the project? Then I was kind of like, I'll do the project, but instead of a subdomain, let's do everything under one URL, right? Make let's, it easier. Yeah, let's let's keep everything together. And then, you know, when we had discussions about, hey, we want we want a CRM, and I was like, well, what CRM are you using, right? And then, so I'm waiting for Mailchimp or Active Campaign or uh, Constant Contact. You're waiting for whatever the answer is. Well, they didn't have one yet, and so part of my regular stack is is Groundhog. I love Groundhog, so I was like, okay, well then we're going to use Groundhog. You know, and it was like, I was able to, okay, this is what we're going to do. Um, I knew that they wanted to sell uh, hard goods as well. So um, we put in WooCommerce right away. And so, you know, we did the WooCommerce integrations with Lifter. We, we set all that stuff up, um, tested everything to make sure that it worked. You know, I'm really big on, on testing before release uh, and, and everything was pretty flawless. When you, when you put things together with a known stack. And, I, and I'm really big on this. Um, Chris, I love your product. I love Lifter LMS. You know how much I love Lifter LMS. So um, Cloudways, Lifter LMS, Groundhog. If I can avoid WooCommerce, I will. <laughs> but if they're selling products, obviously, you know, WooCommerce. And, these, and then, I think they had uh, like some handbags, like the Mandela handbags. And so these yeah. are like true. This is what WooCommerce is built for. Well, and, and they do all of it, right? And and so I, I think uh, Printify is the company that they're hooked up with for f- fulfillment. Okay. So it's notebooks and handbags. Wall hangings. Wall hangings, tapestries, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and then developing all that out and keep and being able to sort it by category and sort it by graphic and sort it by, you know, messaging uh, was really important to her. And we were able to do that through the WooCommerce tagging system. And then Groundhog, has been phenomenal on um, not so much sales funnel stuff. Like I, I don't want people to get confused and think Groundhog is only like for emails and sales funnels, right? Um, we use it as kind of an onboarding process tool. So when someone joins the website, there are the engagements that Lifter LMS does automatically in the background and you can tweak those and adjust those as people probably already know. But in Groundhog tagged together with WooCommerce, we're able to tag people based on what they bought. And then we add them to a message string that's like, hey, thank you for buying this purse. Did you know that we also have courses? Da, 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 da. And yeah, it's kind of a sales funnel, but it's really like an onboarding, right? Or, hey, you know, thanks for signing up for our, our three free courses. Um, in case there was any confusion, this is your username. This is your password. This is how you log in. This is how you access the courses. And it goes through. And they also have events with this particular project. So they use the announce, they do announcements through Groundhog for all the events. So you're three days away from the event, you're two days away from the event, the event's going to be in an hour. Here's the, here's the Zoom link that you can get to. 
Um, and we also did a Zoom integration. But to my knowledge, I think my client is still doing Zoom away from the site instead of actually hosting the Zoom within the site. I, I believe, yeah, yeah. I believe they're also doing like GIF cards or gift memberships oh that was a nightmare okay <laughs> <laughs> so um i know that there's people out there that probably love woocommerce and i'm gonna i'm gonna run the risk of upsetting somebody that you probably have a partnership with <laughs> but when you sign up for woocommerce it would be great if woocommerce was like here's the beginner package and here's the expert package with access to all of our junk yeah. like that would be amazing if that worked that way but it doesn't it's like here's woocommerce and then if you want to do this, that's a hundred bucks. If you want to do this, that's 50 bucks. If you want to do this, that's a hundred bucks. And so of course we bought subscriptions and we bought memberships. And then um, we tried a couple of gift card solutions uh, that you can plug in to WooCommerce, but they didn't do exactly what the client wanted. It's hard so with a membership up, site. It's not yeah. like giving somebody a bag of coffee or something. It's a little more exactly. complex when there's users and enrollments it, it, and all these things. It had to have the recurring attached to the subscription thing. Yeah. And so WooCommerce has that subscription gift. Uh, they, I think they call it subscription gifting. It's every time I look for it online, it's a challenge to find the page I'm looking for because when I'm trying to troubleshoot a problem on it, but it's in there. WooCommerce has a subscription giftings option. And so this site is actually using two versions of the gift card. One is for subscriptions. And then we have another gift option where a user can gift another user or you know a new person uh, anything any dollar amount mm. and and so it's really nice it's it's like you know at the holidays if someone says oh i want to buy a 15 dollars gift card for they can do that or they can buy you know a recurring subscription through the woocommerce engine that's awesome so the site's live it's functioning it's got all these different kind of products and and experiences going on <clears throat> I believe you have like a maintenance situation with the client. Like you didn't just leave the project after it launched and been like, thanks. It was great. They wanted you to stick around. Could you tell us about how, what you've learned in terms of structuring a, some kind of maintenance package or how it's ended up working out as a WordPress professional? Yeah, it's um, I think this is important for, for people, especially when you're working with clients. And especially when you're working with licensed products and stuff like that, right? Like support comes from one channel or another, and you have to know what you're working with and, and be upfront. In our situation, I support this whole project. So, so you're like so the I, IT person for the business. It's not yeah, just, sign, the, you're like the IT guy. I sign in every week. I make sure that if there's any updates, they get done. I make sure if there's any backups that need done before an update, like if it's a major <laughs> update, I make sure there's a backup and then the update. Yeah. Um, when you get the message from, you know, Lifter or Groundhog or WooCommerce that a database needs updated, I make sure that that happens. Um, a really unique situation with this particular client, um, we have a no reply, right? No reply at innertreasurehunt.com email address. Um, that comes to me. And so uh, instead of it going to her and bogging her down with spam and, and offers to, you know, take care of her SEO from India or, you know, God knows what would come through the website, all of it goes through me. I filter it. If it's a direct customer concern about like a forgotten password or something like that, I'll take care of that directly and I'll copy her in on the response. But if it's, if it's a business related, um, like a real email from a real business venture, um, I'll forward that to her. And then she's not getting bombarded with the spam and the nonsense. And so, you know, 
when you're working with clients, you have the flexibility to fit the need the client wants. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be, doesn't have to be cookie cutter. That's awesome. I'm clicking around the site now and it's fast and snappy. Um, I see you have a podcast coming soon. So you're going to have to figure out podcasting soon. Uh, by the way, I just want to write, make a recommendation there for Castos. It's a great podcasting platform and they have a great WordPress plugin that goes with it. And they're getting ready to develop or by the time this is out, it will already be out. There's a, um, they have a private podcast feature that integrates directly with Lifter LMS. So if you want to have a private podcast that only your active members can see or, or, or course students can see, but anyways, um, the site's fast. Can you tell us anything else about uh, just launching this thing on Cloudways? And now we're several months into the business. Like, how how's it going from a platform stability standpoint? I will tell you, um, I probably have too much confidence in these companies. I'm just being blunt. You know, <laughs> yeah. um, I travel sometimes to consult with a, a different path in my business, and you know, I'll check out and do I check my emails and stuff? Absolutely. But I'm not glued to like a dashboard every 10 minutes waiting for something to fail. Yeah. Right. Um, clients on the other hand can be like, Oh my goodness, you're going to leave for two days. Who's going to take care of me if this thing goes blank. Right. Um, and so having those, having that conversation ahead of time and making sure that there's an option or, or a security blanket for them, I think is huge. Um, in this particular case, we've got a secondary developer that's kind of on call that helps with things. And so that, that works out really well. It gives them a sense of security and confidence. Um, I can tell you that as far as putting this on Cloudways and launching this thing, there hasn't been a single glitch. There hasn't been a single outage. There hasn't been, um, we had a glitch with WooCommerce. Uh, I had a glitch with Groundhog. And to, to Adrian's credit and the people at Groundhog, they literally updated the plugin in less than 24 hours and fixed the problem. Yeah. And so it wasn't just a problem with inner treasure hunt. It was an issue that groundhog had and was aware of. And they were like, well, crap, we're going to fix this and we'll let you know as soon as it's ready. And in less than 24 hours, the plugin was updated and our problem was gone. Um, I was super impressed. I thought that was awesome. Um, we're having an issue right now, just to be honest with you, if an existing client, if an existing user tries to buy a, a gift subscription for another user, they're getting a, um, they're getting an error. They're saying, well, you already have, you're already enrolled. So you can't buy another one, right? You need to take this out of your, out of your box. Um, that might be a lifter thing. That might be a WooCommerce thing, but I decided to initiate a support ticket with WooCommerce and I'm waiting to see if they have something in their integration that recognizes that and can let the charge go through, even though there's an existing enrollment. Of course, the quick workaround is, and that's what's cool about working on the internet is, is problem solving. Yeah. The, the easiest thing is, hey, you can still buy a gift subscription, just use an email that's not associated with the website. Everybody's got more than one email address, yeah. right? And so if you're using uh, bob at xyz.com as your membership email, well, then you can be bob at abc.com to, to buy a gift membership for somebody and it would go right through. That's awesome. Um, you know, it's an all too common story I hear. And I've, in my agency time, I've, I heard the story a lot where somebody had a bad experience with another agency developer, freelancer, and they're, they're kind of, um, 
they feel a little burned. You kind of got to earn their trust. Sometimes you're like, as a WordPress professional, you, you have to regain trust just for as a, somebody in the space who helps people with websites because they've have had bad experiences in the past. You've obviously, um, with this client and then a lot of the, your other work that I see you do, you're the opposite. You build trust, you um, deliver, you add more value, you keep your promises, you care about the client, you work through problems. What, what advice do you have for a WordPress professional who's looking to you know, have a better go at this agency life uh, and like do great work make decent money, have clients that pay over and over again, or, or like you said, you kind of landed and expanded. Next thing you do, you're doing the whole site and you're around after the launch. Like what advice do you have to really, uh, this is just something I've seen you do. I know you're, I know you're also like a lifelong learner and a student of leadership and relationships and things like that. But like, how does somebody get to this level of what I call being a trusted advisor versus just being a, a web professional? First off, thanks for the kind words. Yeah. I mean, truly. Um, I wasn't always like this, Chris. I wasn't. I mean, I think back to when I was in my 20s and 30s and everything was about me and I took everything personal. And if somebody snapped at me or made some kind of a demand, I was instantly in defense mode, right? How am I going to justify myself and why are they wrong? And, and um as I got older, I really mellowed out a little bit. I think a little bit of humility came over me and it was like, you know what? You don't know what someone else's day is really like. When someone, and in fact, when I was in the car industry and people would yell at me in the, in the service drive, I used to get upset, right? But then as I got older, I realized, and one of my favorite lines was, I'd let them vent, I'd let them yell and scream. And at the end I'd say, look, I don't know who you're really angry with today. I'm just here to help you fix your truck. So what's the next step that we can take to help you fix this? And the response was amazing because it immediately deflated people and they realized, well, why am I yelling? Why am I yelling at this dude? He didn't break my truck. And it's like that with the internet, right? Why, if a customer is upset with you or if a customer is dissatisfied or, um, and trust me, me and the client on this project had a couple of meetings where she was like, this isn't what I expected. And I thought you were going to do better than this. And I was like, well, I'm sorry, you feel that way, but let's take a look at what's been done. Let's take a look at, let's take a look at our path and let's see where we're at for the projection to finish on time. And let's make sure that we're going to get there together as a team. Let's make this happen, you know? And which I, I don't want to understate the value of that move. Like instead of being defensive, you're like, all right, let's dig in here. Yeah. Hey, I totally yeah. acknowledge this. Like, like let, let's, let's have a realistic conversation about it and figure out what our options are and how we can move forward, not dwell on what went wrong, you yeah. know, or, or what expectation may have been dropped. And every now and then you need to reset expectations every now and then you need to go, Hey, at the end of the day, I'm just some dude working in my garage. You know, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. You know I used to have a really cool office. I, I, I remember 11 years ago, uh, Facebook sent me a reminder that said 11 years ago, you moved into your office. That was the message I got yesterday. And I was like, I saw that picture and I was like, man, I used to have a nice office. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it, it's just one of those, uh, when you talk about communication and leadership, and it, it's, I, I think everyone's called to a certain degree of leadership. And, and I think we lose focus on that. Like if you don't recognize that you're in charge, of, <coughs> pardon me, you're in charge of your interactions and your communications and the outcome of those, 
if you lose focus or, or sight of that, then, then you fall, you make yourself the victim of a circumstance rather than taking ownership of it. That's awesome. That's Kurt Von Annen. He's from mananonomas.com. Uh, we've been looking at a recent project he launched called innertreasurehunt.com. He built that with Cloudways for hosting, WordPress, Lifter LMS, WooCommerce, Groundhog for the CRM platform, and some other niche tools. He's an Elementor user. Um, thanks for coming on the show and sharing your experience with us, Kurt. I really appreciate it. And thanks for being a, um, a shining example of, of, you know, providing good service as a, as a web professional, as a WordPress professional, because, um, you know, for a lot of people, they're not ready to just grab software and go, they need help. Most people do. And, uh, and from multiple companies, like integrating all these parts to achieve a vision, and I'm, I'm really proud to see what you've done here. You've done an amazing job. Any final words for the people and uh, anywhere else they can find you online? Well, Manana Nomas was a name that came when my business was in New Mexico. And I, and I kept it because if you Google Manana Nomas, I'm like the first 50 pages on Google. So I can't change names. I'm stuck with this name till I die. So um, yeah, I'm easy to find. Manana Nomas, uh, uh, TikTok. Um, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, it, it's everywhere. And I'm available on all those channels. So uh, I encourage you to like, subscribe, follow, especially on YouTube, because I only have like 56 followers there. <laughs> but, um, you know, I just like sharing. I really do. I like adding value to people. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what the next five to 10 years brings. Awesome. Well, thanks. And for- I'm going to apologize if you hear the dogs barking, but apparently we're having a drop off here with our critter sitter business and uh, the dogs have gone crazy. <laughs> it's all good. I can hear them faintly. It's not super loud, but I can, I'm sure they're, uh, they're, it sounds like they got something going on. Well, thanks for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. No worries. Thanks. Love being here. And that's a wrap for this episode of LMS cast. Did you enjoy that episode? Tell your friends and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And I've got a gift for you over at lifterlms.com forward slash gift. Go to lifterlms.com forward slash gift. Keep learning, keep taking action, and I'll see you in the next episode.